I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Linos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm a shocked Seth. We started so so fast. <laughs> and I am the voice that makes you moist, Marcus. Uh, it's been another week living here in a, a, our fine world where all yeah. kinds of things are happening. Oh, yes. Um, so I wanted to start us off um, this week talking about something very important, I think, to everybody. Uh, this is a subject we've kind of discussed a little bit before in the past. And masturbation. Yes, masturbation. Mm. Is it okay. good for you? Does it kill your soul piece by piece? I mean, yes, yes and, and yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> masturbation experts in the house. Yep. That's true. That is true. That was not uh, scripted, by the way, audience. <laughs> None of these jokes are ever scripted. We just say we just say whatever comes to our mind. Um. But no, Thank I you for wanna... calling them jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being very generous. I, I know. I understand. Yeah, but go ahead. Um, so I want to talk about. I'll talk about uh, our king, our lord liege, the the one, the, the true, the only one we will ever follow. And his name is Bernie Sanders. Oh, um, I thought you were speaking of John Cena. But okay. <laughs> uh, no, John Cena is is the high grand marshal of uh, of our of our land. But no, Bernie Sanders is our king. He holds our uh, he holds our, our allegiance forever. Uh, today, uh, along with Ilhan Omar and uh, a couple of other people in the uh, Senate, uh, I'm sorry, the, the House, uh, Bernie Sanders re- revealed a plan to cancel all student debt. Mm, yes, yes. one hundred percent. Sally May, eat shit. <laughs> uh, fuck you, Navient. Yeah, you're canceled, Navient. Also, your canceled U.S. government, because that's where I got my loans from. Uh, yeah, actually, student loan debt is now 51% of all debt held by the U.S. government. Oh, which is yeah. astonishing. Because there are things um, that people buy, like houses and cars, lots of them. And despite all of that, all that well, no, we, 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 though, that's That's not U.S. government debt. That's not money oh. owed, owed to the government. That's moving out the government? Still a fucking ton. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy that because since they t- they took on all that, all that debt, it's just ballooned and ballooned and ballooned. Yes. So Bernie Sanders, this is this would affect forty five million Americans, and it would cancel one point six trillion dollars in student debt. Which is, I mean, if we lived in a fair and just world, that would win him the presidency alone. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are people, people of all walks of life, who are suffering from student debt. People who you wouldn't even think are still paying their student loans are still paying their student yeah, loans. CEOs with student loan debts, man. It's crazy. 
don't some, care about prob- them. probably of some probably of like some small companies probably some... uh, but here's the thing okay it's not just a proposal for when he becomes president they've already introduced it on the house floor it's up for for being passed of course it will never pass they're not going to pass it in the house or the senate they would never do that but I want to propose to you guys a scenario that will never come to pass. Let me let me play alt-future here for a moment. If the Republicans were truly smart, if they actually had a plan and, and didn't just kowtow to what Capitol wants at all times, they would pass this and they would have Trump sign it. And if they did that, Trump would go down in history as a fucking good president. Yeah, and they'd, oh. they'd immediately win him another term. He would win instantaneously. Is there? Am I, am I wrong here? No, you're not wrong. I I think he is wrong because like oh. really, honestly, oh. like from from Trump's get go, I didn't trust him because he's a shit faced liar. Not even like getting into like his politics or policies. He's just been a liar from the start. So mm-hmm. him doing this air quotes good thing. I don't think he's gonna win anyone back. Like he's he's fucked up way too much, way too consistently. <laughs> yeah, I think that the point Smith's making is um, I, don't, I don't know how to say this without being mean to a bunch of people, but people who maybe are a little less aware, people who just kind of like, oh, this happened, this happened, A leads to B, they'd probably be like, oh, you know, who cares if Trump did all this stuff? He he got me all this money back, so he's cool now. I think there are a lot of there are plenty of people like that. That's I mean that's kind of people, the people who vote in America are people who can, no offense, be easily swayed. And the, the you know a lot of people a lot of people don't vote in America who might actually have uh, a chance. So while I mean obviously it would never redeem him in my eyes, I do think that for a large amount of people, uh, they would be like, oh yeah, he's good now, um, just because I mean, they don't they don't care enough to actually care. I think that's kind of what would happen. I do think it, I do think it would win him another term if he did that. But and another on the flip side, we we keep playing this if the Republicans were smart game. We've done it three or four times on this podcast, and it's fun. It's a fun thought piece, but in the end, they're just not smart. They don't have this grand plan. Their only grand plan is that people are going to continue being racist and stupid enough to vote for them. Yeah, I mean, I did see a guy on Twitter who said, I plan on voting for Trump, but if Bernie Sanders wants to give me, essentially give me 300 and something thousand dollars back, I'd vote for him. So it's like, I mean, well, I mean, it's like, it's like people will vote in their best interests sometimes. So yeah. if we can sway someone like that, how many people could be swayed from the other side to vote for Trump? Because he, they woke up one day and all their debt for the, from college was wiped out. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm my payments aren't even like at the killer level. But even if I had no longer had student loans, I would move up a whole bracket in. How do you put this in economic freedom? I'd say mm-hmm. because it would definitely free me up to just have a little more money, a little more income, um, just to do other stuff with. Because like the things like that just weigh, weigh on you so hard. Like just having and, you, and the, the fact that you never actually get to pay it off unless you can somehow pay in lump sums makes it just a killer. And just having that amount of money back uh, back in my pocket would free me up to do so much more. So I can see why people would make that, you know, use that as a big decision as to what drives them to um, vote for stuff. Um, I'll be the first one to say it. I have a very low student loans. I had a very low amount of money I took out around, I think it was $11,000 into school was all I had. 
Um, I took I pay $137 a month right now on student loans. Mm. Wow. So that's what you, you pay? Oh, I pay $330 a month. Good goddamn. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's about to be my rent. Marcus, what about you? Um, okay, so let, let me preface this by saying I jumped into this shady kind of thing. Oh, yeah, aren't you in this like weird refinancing thing? Something like that. So it started out... It was for for the first six months. I had to pay two hundred dollars a month, and at the time I was working for Amazon, that was fucking easy. But their their gimmick is after the six months, my payment goes down to forty dollars a month, and I'll keep paying that until they just forgive it. And I'm just like, hmm. So my payment's essentially down to forty dollars a month now, and yeah. And how long does that continue for? I have no fucking idea. Until he dies, <laughs> probably. Um... But think yeah, about I, it. Think about it. If you had that money back in your pocket every month, right now, would it not change your life for the better? Oh, hell yeah. Marcus, how much anime could you buy with $40? <laughs> First off, <laughs> for $12 a month, you can get all the anime you want with Crunchyroll. This is no, not an wait, advertisement. Wait, this is not an no, ad. Not sponsored. In fact, Yet. fuck Crunchyroll. No. Fuck Crunchyroll. Do not buy anything from them. Yes. They're, they're fucking... Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have to give him that, too. Crunchyroll sucks. <laughs> Except for watching oh. anime. So They're exploiting you. Pirate it. Download it for free. Get it off the dark web. <laughs> yes. Anyways, but think, here's the thing. Canceling student debt just makes... Here's the thing. Even going from a capitalist like viewpoint, the traditional economic you know view of things, canceling student debt is a great idea. Because think about how much more spending you then create in the consumer sector. People exactly. can then buy more stuff and spend money on goods and services, which boost the economy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'd be I'd be balling out on the weekends. <laughs> I'd go to my local TJ Maxx and <laughs> buy wow. all of the goods and services I need. <laughs> this is your example. TJ. What services can you buy at TJ Maxx? I don't know. That is the have, question, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, how long will it be until you're buying your fucking power from TJ Maxx? Am I right, capitalism? <laughs> Not sponsored. No, anti-sponsored. <laughs> Fuck Crunchyroll so, and TJ Maxx. All you gotta do is tell these fucking vampires from the finance industry to get fucked, and you can boost the economy just with that. I mean, that that would that would that would improve things so much for so many people by itself. Yeah. If anyone wants to, like, find out how fucking stupid and fucked up the finance industry is, especially along, like, mortgages and stuff, watch the movie The Big Short and try not to pull all of your hair out. Just do that for me. And it's happening again, folks. It's happening again. It's happening right fucking now. The Fed has already said that if if another crash happens, do you know what, you know what the cost will be to bail out the finance sector? It's in, it's in like... The trillions, almost. $28 trillion. Ooh. Yeah. And all we go, we're going to forgive $1.6 trillion of student debt. And, they're, and then this is what will happen. They're yep. worried about this. Mm. But, and here's another thing, too. This is the same argument when it comes to single-payer health care. If you make if you make the fucking system single payer, let's say everyone's taxes increase by five percent. Okay, that's still less than the than the average American spending nine percent on their health care every year. So you have a net 
increase of 4%, which could then be going into things like consumer spending. Again, helping the economy, boosting everything. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Mm. Like the Western European democracies, social democracies, uh, have figured this out, that if you give people government services and you pay them well, they will spend that money on the economy and and it will make things better across the board. But America is too stupid and short-sighted to do that. Mm. Yeah, I think that um, uh, we've been conditioned over time in America to anytime somebody says raise taxes, we just raise our pitchforks. Um, no matter the cost. I think it's uh, pretty well summed up in, in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when um, the main characters, they go to a um, uh, defunct, uh, what do you call it, like a mental institute that's been sent, shut down. And then they were like, why'd they shut it down? All these crazy people are running loose. And they're like, oh, people didn't want to pay the taxes, so they shut it down. And they're like, yeah, but there's all these crazy people. We didn't open this place back up. And then they're like, yeah, then we get to pay your taxes. They're like, I'm not gonna pay my taxes. <laughs> and that's just how it goes. That's how it is in America. People act. People want these great services that can be provided, but as soon as you talk about raising taxes, there's so many people who think that's just an attack on all freedom. Oh, do y'all want to hear the galaxy brain take on why we shouldn't forgive student debt? By the way, Ooh, please tell me. Because because rich people will also get their debt forgiven. Okay, this, we talked about this last week <laughs> as a dumb defense as to, you know, the whole thing about free college is, oh, billionaires' kids will go to school for free. Rich people, debt doesn't matter to them. They collect debt because it doesn't matter, okay? Rich, rich people have, have debt and it doesn't matter to them. Who cares if their loans get forgiven? I want my loans to be forgiven. I don't care if somebody else gets something. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because that's an argument against, like you said, public parks, road, the water company, everything yes. that we all take advantage of. Rich people can use all those things, and they do every day. It just—it's mind-bogglingly stupid. And there's also people who are who are angry about this because they're like, "Well, it doesn't do anything for folks who didn't go to college." It's like, okay, great. There are other parts of the platform that we want to help those people with. Yeah. This is the one thing we were gonna do. Yeah. Also, those people aren't paying student loans. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't really see what they want out of this. But they're also going to be stuck holding the bag if the system collapses. So yeah. go ahead and forgive when it now and save everybody the trouble. And there's also a thing that people people always want to say Bernie Sanders is racist. They always want to say that Bernie Sanders doesn't care about people of different races or women or whatever. You know, that he's uh, uh, has problems with these people. Discounting the fact that he polls the highest among all candidates of black people, especially young black people. Let's not let's not forget this. But it's actually a well-known fact that black graduates are disproportionately burdened by by student debt. They owe, on average, seventy four hundred dollars more than white students do. Hmm. Damn. So th- I mean, this yeah. isn't this is this being race blind is actually a benefit because it's going to forgive more for racial minorities. Like, what more do you want? Yeah, people. Um, I don't know. I think they they do a lot to discredit Bernie Sanders because they're scared. Um, and it's happening a lot with socialism right now. I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, I use Reddit a lot. 
and I love I love Reddit. I mean, it's a great place to just find a bunch of stupid shit to look at all day. But I've noticed literally in the past two weeks, there are so many posts um, on this one subreddit called Unpopular Opinions, where you air your unpopular opinions, that are like, "What's with this wave of socialism in America? Like, do people not realize what socialism, communism have done, and how the how millions of people have died because of socialism and communism?" And I mean, and, and I mean, I've seen legitimately five or six posts in the past two weeks, all with the same tone to them. And I think that people are just, they're scared of change, and they're scared that capitalism is failing. And even though capitalism might not even be benefiting these people, I don't know, I just think they're scared that this thing they've been taught their whole life is actually wrong. Hmm. Probably. Marcus, what are your thoughts? That's probably the case, because... Like, all right. The only the only big like instance of socialism like that everyone knows about is like what is it the communist Russia? This is great. This, this is, is this amazing. Is great. Oh, it's, I'm <laughs> what was their like, name, Marcus? I'm not, I'm not gonna help Marcus on our communist yes, podcast. Don't, what was don't the help name? Me. Don't help the, me because I don't this, mean of this country. What was it called? <laughs> okay, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> you know Marcus. I'm bad at names. Fuck. Marcus, it's the Soviet Union. You know I'm bad at names. I told you this already. I told oh you this my. in the last episode. This I can shit amazing. at names. Doesn't matter right. if it's people or organizations. Yeah. It's like so Marcus. This, uh, this Marcus, Marcus goes to study abroad, and like, where are you from? And he's like, shit. What is the name <laughs> of that fucking United place I'm from? Areas of yeah, the, the, they're together. They're the no, together no, Marcus place. Marcus looks him dead in the face and goes, uh, Estados Unidos. Estados <laughs> Unidos. <laughs> Has never spoken Spanish in his life, but that's what he busts out. Yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. So, so the Soviets. Marcus, continue your right, thought. but the Soviets. Their socialism didn't work out. And that's like, that's everyone's go-to. Like, oh, it's going to fail just like that. Not, not exactly. So I feel, I feel that here in America, we have a good shot at me. We have a lot more resources. Ugh, I want to say there's, there's good people that'll help, but God damn it, that's just, ugh, I wonder about that every day. But it's worth a shot is what I'm saying. Because what where we're at now, it's, it's unsustainable, and we're all going to be in the shitter if we keep this up. I just want to make a couple of points about the Soviet Union real fast. It's, I'm about to get on my tanky shit, so everyone just prepare yourselves. Bring it. Okay. First of all, we cannot forget the fact that the Soviet Union was encircled by capitalist nations who refused to trade with them. Therefore, reducing the, the ability, their ability to like function in a global economy. We can't forget I, that. I never forget that. I think about Good. it every day. <laughs> I go to sleep thinking about that at night. I dream about it every night. Me and Comrade yeah. Stalin holding hands, running through fields of flowers. <laughs> Guys, why would you trade with me? <laughs> also, we can't forget that we that we fucking America and other countries spent decades trying to infiltrate and foment, you know, dis, like uh, dissent in the Soviet Union to like bring down their government because we were afraid of communism. But despite all that, we cannot forget that the Soviet Union managed to turn what was an agrarian, feudal nation into an industrial world power that beat the Nazis in the space of 25 years. So, even with all these problems, even with all these issues, they put them, they, they're the first to space, they fucking uh, uh, developed nuclear weapons, they built all kinds of crazy shit in their country, 
and did it without needing capitalism as a stepping stone. They did it all through, 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 through socialism. So we cannot dismiss their achievements as a country. Yeah. And I've got, a, I've got two points to make about these uh, Reddit posts I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, one, uh, the, one of the arguments that I, I, I find so baffling is people are like, how do people support communism and socialism when it's known to have killed millions of people throughout history? And I'm like, sure, you can certainly make that argument. But capitalism has done the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, capitalism has killed a lot of fucking people. Yeah. So I don't really see how that, like, how that makes capitalism better uh, by any capitalism standard. Capitalism killed six million Jews. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. The, the, capitalism, the, the, the Nazis were, ca- were capitalists. Hell, capitalism kills people of, of starvation every day. So, I yep. mean, if, if, it's a weird argument. And second, oh, this is my favorite one. So I'm, I'm sure you guys maybe around the internet have heard of this whole... Pe- people kind of mock communism and socialism because the people are like... Whenever you point to the Soviet Union or some other, like, any kind of examples you have of, of communism and socialism, people are like, oh, well, uh, people, like, they're like, oh, well, what about this? Like, oh, well, they didn't do it right. That's the whole thing. It's, oh, and then everyone makes a joke about, oh, well, this time they're going to do it right. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck socialism. That's kind of their whole thing. And um, I hear people say it a lot, actually. And um, the, the, one I, the one I heard on this one Reddit post was, the poster was like, yeah, people keep saying, oh, well, socialism's never been done right well oh what if what if nazism would have been done right what would you guys think about that and i just i just want to open that up to the floor real quick <laughs> um, what do you guys think what do you especially smith what do you think about if nazism was done right please please inform me well we're we're seeing it right now in america as we open fucking literal concentration camps on the southern border yes. and people go about their daily fucking lives and which, like in which it has been argued that, like, what, soap and food aren't essential parts yeah, of living? soap and mm. toothpaste are not essential supplies. Yeah. And remember that fucking movie about this, the, the Captain Phillips movie about the guy who got captured by the Somali pirates? Oh, yeah, Captain Phillips. That guy was on Twitter saying, they gave me soap and toothpaste. Wow. Wow. You another guy captured than pirates. Wow, okay. Another guy captured by ISIS said they gave him soap and toothpaste, too. Also, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the pictures from inside these things, but they literally, they pack these children in a room, they have them sleep in, like, aluminum foil blankets, and they keep the lights on all day and night, so you can never actually, like, get any kind of darkness for when you want to sleep. Wait, wait, why keep the lights on? That's, like, more expensive, like... Because guess what? They're for-profit camps. Uh, They're operated by private companies. They benefit from taxpayer money. Yeah, who are billing the government for these services they provide, these these horrible yep. services. Overbilling it, them in most cases. Yeah. It costs the taxpayers like $20,000 a month to keep this place running wow. per kid or something. I can't remember. There's like some statistic about how much it costs to keep this shit running. Which is funny because they don't even provide them with uh, soap and toothpaste. I'm not even sure where all this money is going. Um, it's going into their fucking pockets. <laughs> yeah. So it, I don't. Yeah. It's it's a it's incredibly fucked up situation we're in. Where it's weird how we're not. That's not all we're talking about. Is that we are running concentration camps, and we yep. are li- we are no better than the Nazis. I, unless you want to make the argument that we're not gassing them, which is a, de- a terrible argument. We should you should yeah. never ever oh. go down that path. Oh, at least we we're not still, murdering them. Yeah, uh, we're still treating oh, human God. beings like garbage. And not having any regard for the fact that they're the same as all of us biologically. So it's really fucked up. And the fact that it's not 
literally all the discourse in America is kind of sad. Yeah, two big points on that. First of all, there's a difference between a concentration camp and a death camp. Yes. Um, we have concentration camps. We call what we did to the Japanese in the 40s internment camps. That's a lie. They were concentration camps as well. Get with the fucking program on that one, America. Second I like of all, how, I like how we just try to change the name a little bit and make it sound better, too. Oh, so yeah, say, yeah. Oh, it's just internment an internment camp. camp. Guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. guys, guys, guys. It's not a concentration camp. Come on, it's in, they're interned. Everyone's we're, been an intern before. We were just concentrating the Japanese in a few... Wait, you know what? I see the problem right wait now. Wait a minute, I'm sorry. I heard sorry. it, I said it. We're interning them in a, in a concentrated... Nope, in a a smaller, a denser... It's a concentration camp. Nope. Dense. Nope, wait a minute. Back it up. But, I, I love the, the mental point. gymnastics here. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, though. In Germany, we cannot... For, I keep saying we cannot forget. i got to find the new phrase. Let it not be... Let it be we, remembered. We must <laughs> always recall. <laughs> we must always recall that the the concentration slash death camps did not start off as death camps. They began as a place to put Jewish people as they were trying to get them out of the country. And other countries, like America, put quotas on how many Jews we would take. And when we hit those quotas, the camps didn't start emptying out anymore, so then they turned to death. It starts this way. This is the gradual slide towards gassing people in chambers. Is It starts as concentration, and it's going to go towards death. That's how it just that's how it happened in Nazi Germany. It's how it'll happen here too. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to be a downer on that one. No, we gotta we gotta stop this shit like yeah. immediately. But but we're too busy right now, people on the internet arguing over the fucking definition of concentration camp. If you oh, say that's that, not, that's my it's favorite wrong. Twitter argument is it's like it's kind of kind of literally the joke we just did about internment camps. It's like they're not concentration camps, guys. Calm down. Okay? Like, yeah, they're on. saying it in total earnestness is the problem. Yeah. yeah, They're on American soil. They can't be bad. Come on! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's and, and I saw people like... Y'all remember Steve King, the guy who was so fucking white supremacist, he said that, like, you can't repopulate your country with other people's babies. And that got him kicked yeah. off, of his, <sighs> off of his appointments. He said that he went to Auschwitz... And, and saw it firsthand. And he said this uh, like Ocasio-Cortez. And I was just like, did you go for fucking Tips and Tricks? Like a goddamn Game Pro <laughs> magazine? The fuck say, are you talking about, you piece of shit? I'll say one thing about Steve King. He's a terrible guy, but his books are so good. <laughs> oh I really do like that author. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Stephen King ever gets that on Twitter. <laughs> oh, but, I feel like he handles it well. He's probably a yeah. cool guy. So we're we're building concentration. We've already built concentration camps in America. Yeah. We're putting children and people in them. And apparently, there were going to be ice raids this weekend right here in, in Atlanta. They were going to do our, do an ice raid in Georgia, and oh, they cool. said it got pushed back two weeks because they don't have the manpower for it. And I'm like, good. Aww. Hope you never get the manpower for it. I love how ice raids are becoming like like fucking events. It's like, oh yeah, we're doing an ice raid. Everyone, don't be in town. <laughs> Like, Y'all remember though when we were kids, me and you were in high school. Marcus things happened where you were too. INS back when it was still INS would come through town and try and round up. Uh, like we, I guess we you call them Mexicans because that's what they all were at the time to us. Yeah, and they would just diss a fucking peer from town until they were gone. Oh no! When I was in, this happened to me when I was in middle school. I legit one time I was talking to my friend one morning. 
we just talk about like video games and shit and like what we do and i was like oh so what'd you do last night he's like oh yeah i couldn't go home we had to like hide because the ins agents were in town and like we couldn't be in our house or whatever and i was like i was he just said it like it was nothing i was like what the fuck this is a normal day for this kid that has to that's suck terrifying. yes that's like i was like you you that's big you, you can't just drop it on somebody that's crazy Marcus, was, it, was that like where, where, where you were from? Uh, no, I've, I've never had experience with this at all. I think, I think it's the fact that we come from a rural area, and a lot more people come across a border looking for work in rural areas. It's like That's what they yeah. did in their, their home as well. Yeah, I mean, our town has a very large Hispanic population. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, we've, got, we've finally got people to stop calling them illegals, which was good. And now they call them undocumented. And I want to go one further. Let's stop calling them undocumented. Let's call them what they are. They're refugees. Yep. They are people. And they are refugees who are fleeing from countries that were torn apart by America, by the CIA and the State Department. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why Americans don't take this as a fucking compliment that people will leave their their terrible countries and try to get some refuge here in America. That's why they're refugees. They feel like they're in a better place. Like, do, do any of these fucking stupid Americans ever think for a second that if America were to become like, you know, the pla- like some places in South America that, you know, that the people are fleeing from, that they wouldn't fucking try and flee? They're like, oh, I'll just stick it out. This is where I'm from. I have to stay here forever. No, you get the fuck out. Yeah, if there were if there were militias like wandering the fucking countryside, murdering entire villages. Yeah. You think you'd stick around and wait through that? Fuck no. Our militia are just on the border, causing all these problems. Your ass would be going heading to fucking uh, Brazil or some shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I saw a stupid ass cartoon where it was like, if they're concentration camps, they're the only ones they were trying to crawl over the walls to get into. And I'm like, you wow. dumb fuck. If they're trying to, if they're risking going to a concentration camp to get here, they must be fleeing something pretty fucking bad. They're not, they're not coming here for fun. Yeah. They're not trying to get to the concentration camp. They're trying to get away from where they are. Right. No one is walking thousands of miles for fun. It's, that's not how it goes. Like, you would not, you, you would not do that unless you were desperate. Yeah. And if you trace that line of thought back, you find that desperation goes all the way back to America causing the problems that are now destroying their countries. Yeah. What the fuck did America do when we didn't like what the British were doing to us? We fucking revolted and peaced out. Um, Yeah. I mean... Which they... Which... Sorry, go ahead. I mean, I said that's what America was built on. We fucking didn't... we, We were being... We were being treated badly, so we're like, fuck you, we're out. Which the people in these Latin American and South American countries have done. They fucking kicked us out. They fucking fight our our proxy uh, warriors in their countries, our mercenaries and paid right wing, you know, death squads. And then we, shit, we're the ones who try to do a fucking coup in Venezuela, a country that has fought us at every turn because we want to inst- re- want to bring capitalism back to their country in a big way. And we're we're the ones who act like we got hurt in this exchange. Yeah, the American government's really good at spinning this shit to a bunch of the masses. I like the fact that Trump decided to give up on his coup in Venezuela because he got bored. Don't you like the fact that Trump is literally just a fucking idiot? 
And every time he says anything, it, it's it could have been said by a completely random person on the street who has no say in anything and <laughs> just is not mentally all there as he is. So it's like, or as he isn't, I should say. Um, and it's just, it's crazy. Like, honestly, people like, the fact that our president has tweet storms every hour and is l- just honestly a functioning fucking idiot, it amazes me every day. Um, yeah, did you, did you guys see what happened with Iran? With that drone they shot down? Oh my god, so much has been happening. I didn't hear about this, though. Uh, so Iran shot down a drone. And the funny thing is, they're trying to say that it was in international waters. It wasn't. It was in It was in Iranian waters. There is no gap between Oman and their waters. It's, it's only, it was one or the other. They shot it down. They did not shoot down the manned plane that was right, right next to it when they totally could have. They shot down the drone. And then Trump authorized a limited strike. He was going to kill, they said, like 150 people. With you know, because it's something you do. You know, you just say, "We'll just kill 150 people in another country. We'll just shoot missiles at them and kill them." Yeah. And then he called it off at the last second because he didn't want to do it anymore. Um, um, I'm pretty sure someone told him this is a terrible idea. You're going to start a fucking war. And then he was like, oh, "That might not be a good idea." Marcus, do you want to know who said that? Who said that? Hold on to your fucking seat. Tucker Carlson said that. What? The guy with the funny tie from the TV? Yes. <laughs> the man with the tiny face and just fucking screams that, about That slash yes. all expression at all times? Yeah. He calls Trump every fucking night right after Sean Hannity calls him. And he tells him to not go to war. Oh my god. Man. Um... In a little bit of a crossover news, since we're also in a video games, uh, America has actually done another attack on Iran and Syria recently. You guys heard about this? No. Um, they've banned uh, League of Legends from Syria and Iran. Oh. That's... Yeah. What? Yeah, you what? can't log into your uh, account in Iran and Syria. It just happened like three days ago. Um, so like of... Riot did this? No, Riot has no say in it. Um, it's it's because they did it um, something about the U.S. regulations with like because it's a video game made in America and um, the server like a lot of the servers where you get your patches from are, are housed in America, so they they're yeah they're they're cutting off like online games uh, slowly over to Iran and Syria and since League of Legends is such a popular game they started with that one. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's it's insane because like like literally Riot has no say in this. They can't they can't like turn the the game back on. It's a it's a U.S. regulations thing. So it's actually kind of crazy. That's that's crazy as hell, dude. That that's that's kind of fucked up, actually. Yeah, we're literally taking enjoyment away from them. People who like want to play video games can't even play them right now. Jeez. Um. But yes, and also there was a great moment where they were interviewing Bernie Sanders on like NBC or something about this, and they're asking if, he, if if Trump made the right decision to not bomb Iran, and the woman was like, "It's going to be a limited strike," and Bernie Sanders reacted with like, "Oh, oh, just limited strike, huh? That's okay, that's fine. What about what am I? I'm wrong." How about a limited slap you in the face? <laughs> and yeah, people were like, "Look at this misogynist talking down to this woman." I'm like, "She said something fucking stupid." Yeah. <laughs> Don't say stupid shit and you won't get talked down to. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah. and this is not some, this is not some trivial shit we're talking about. We're talking about war. About human lives. Ugh. 
I'm sorry. You roll no, back for a second. No, that's that's the kind of rage we need to fucking change shit, man. Uh, so, y'all been watching Chernobyl? Y'all, y'all watch Chernobyl? I still haven't. I haven't mm. watched Chernobyl or When They See Us, and I, both of them have become so popular that I have to watch them. I know. Yeah, same. <laughs> but I will so, get there. I watched Chernobyl. That was a great show. I thought at certain times it got a bit heavy-handed with anti-Soviet nonsense. Uh, but the, the writer of the show actually says that it's a critique of, of American politics, not so much Soviet politics. Yes. But you're never going to see a pro-Soviet TV show in America. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Mazin, writer of Superhero Movie, mm-hmm. Scary Movie 3, Scary yep. Movie 4, uh, uh, some of the other movie movies. and so, Epic Movie, I think he wrote that one? Epic Movie. And... Chernobyl, the number one <laughs> series on IMDb of all time already. So, Damn. I want to talk about something that happened that I just that just recently happened. Th- two other events that are connected to Chernobyl that happened okay. one long ago, one recently. Do y'all know about the Union Carbide plant in Bhopal, India? I'm gonna just say no. Yeah, no. In the 80s. The Union Carbide plant in Bhopal, India, uh, had it exploded. Basically, they had a huge problem and it exploded. And people want to go on and on about Chernobyl being this terrible accident, but what happened in Bhopal is actually the worst industrial accident in human history. It killed fifty thousand people over time. It killed several thousand right when it first happened. Do you know how many folks uh, Chernobyl killed initially? No. Nah. No. Nah. Just 13. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah that's, but, that's way less than I thought. But Bhopal, India, the Union Carbide plant, which, by the way, was an American company, of course, um, their explosion killed 5,000 people straight up and 50,000 more because it released... Um, I'm going to get this... I'm going to fuck this up to- real bad, I think. Um, hydrogen... Uh, hy- what is it called? It's um, HF, hydrofluoric acid or something like that um this shit i'm looking at pictures of what it does to human beings y'all it just burns your skin straight off it just it just kills you it skeletonizes your ass um and it sinks into your body and it kills your nerves so you don't feel any pain i guess in some cases uh but a one percent body surface burn can be deadly from hydrofluoric acid uh we're talking about absolutely mind-rending amounts of pain and death and this happened in Bhopal, uh, India. It killed so many, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Well, uh, Marcus, you're from Philly, right? Uh, I lived there a little bit, and it was more, uh, not exactly Philly, but two hours from Philly. <laughs> okay, well, did you hear what happened last week in Philly? <gasps> no. The Sonico refinery plant blew up? Oh, shit. It had a uh, well, it didn't blow up, but it had a big fire and an explosion happened, and it, it, it get, uh, oil prices are shooting up in America because of it. God dang. Well, guess what? Chicken. That explosion very nearly also ruptured hydrofluoric acid tanks. Oh god damn! And I'm talking about literally. I think it's like in downtown Philadelphia. Wow. So it's about like a three-minute ride from one of those populous city centers in America could have been blanketed in hydrofluoric acid. <clears throat> if, if not for just free random happenstance that this explosion did not uh, uh, start melting down school children 
Like, literally. So, wow. people want to talk about Chernobyl and the mistakes of the Soviet Union and how it could only happen there. No, fuck you. It almost happened here last week on a much larger scale. And it already happened in India, thanks to our fuckery. So, speaking of American fuckery, I want to talk about a movie that came out this weekend. Oh, real quick, weekend. before we move on. Go ahead. If you, if you want to know more, the person that I found this out all out from is on Twitter at Gwen Snyder. That's one N. Uh, PHL. Go see her tweet thread about this. It's It'll it'll chill you to the bone. Sorry, so, yeah. Continue. Go ahead. Uh, the past, uh, this past weekend, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do my, my dumb joke I've been doing for a couple of days. Two movies came out uh, about toys that come to life. Uh, one of them had horrific images that will haunt me for the rest of my life, and the other one was called Child's Play. Um, <laughs> and in Child's Play, um, I'm not going to spoil too much, because I know neither of you have seen it, and probably some of the listeners haven't either. Actually, every listener has probably seen Child's Play, so this will be mm-hmm. this will be a refresher for them. So, the whole idea, you know, in the original Child's Play, Chucky, he comes to life because of voodoo, magic stuff, Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a serial killer who tries to use voodoo to transfer a soul into a doll. Yeah, so there's a, you know there's a, a, a spiritual you know supernatural element to it. Well, in the new one, um, Chucky is uh, he's like a doll. He's like a little AI doll. So uh, the movie starts out with a little ad from this company called Caslin Incorporated, which is supposed to be kind of an analog to Amazon, I believe, because you know they make like your tv and they make your little speaker and they make this and that and this and this and they have like your whole house is full of caslin products so this is what it does and they've released this new doll or toy called buddy b-u-d-d-i who can control all of them and do little shit sounds Um, great he is the creepiest looking thing in the fucking world Mm -hmm. Uh, i do not understand how this passed any kind of qa process as to being cute but does that and then you know the point of the movie is that he fucking starts murdering people how did this happen? It's an AI. They're all programmed the same. Why is this one buddy being different? Well, what happens is, right after we see this commercial, we strike, uh, strike, we cut to a Vietnamese factory where all these are being made, most likely by underpaid labor, who are making them all for American consumers. And there's one worker who's, like, falling asleep at his desk. He's, like, he's trying to make one of these buddy dolls, and it's just taking forever. And then his boss comes up. Now, his boss is also Vietnamese, so he's not American. But obviously this, this boss is serving American companies, so he kind of mm-hmm. is their proxy. And he comes in, and he's like, you know what? You can't fucking sleep on your shift. I know you, it doesn't matter if you've been working for, like, 12 hours. Who gives a shit? As soon as you finish this last doll, you're out on your ass. Which, first of all, just fire him there. Don't make him make <laughs> one more doll. Because something bad's going to happen. <laughs> so then yeah. the worker gets so fed up. That he before he puts the little microchip inside of the Chucky doll, he goes Buddy doll. He goes in and just like turns off all of its violence inhibitors and language inhibitors. Which that weird that they even have those. They should just program that out. Um, just takes all of it out and then just puts the chip in and ships the Buddy doll out. And then fucking dive bombs off the top of the building and kills himself. Oh shit! Yeah, that's yeah. the that's how the movie begins, and it is so funny to me that the whole the, the whole reason this serial killer gets it gets made is because basically a robber baron who was speaking for american corporations forces a person um to do to work un- inhumane hours and pushes them to the brink of suicide 
And that is what causes all this. And I thought that was an incredibly amazing, like, fuck capitalism message. Like I said, this means the new Child's Play movie is Mawa's third worldest, and that rules. Yes, and I think people should see it. It's a fun movie. It doesn't take itself seriously, and yeah, it's 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 pretty funny. It's got a bunch of great actors in it. So Brian Tyree Henry and uh, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, so people I like. I'm, I might go see this. I might check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, um... it's a good one. Toy Story Four also pretty good. I cried. Oh, to, to be honest, I did cry at the very end. But it did have a scene that I'll never forget because it was very scary. Okay. Scary in yeah. Toy Story. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I they, think we can all admit that in, in the very first one when we were children, the mutated or, or, or abomination toys did kind of scare you, didn't they? Come yeah, on. But, but he, they ended up being nice. So. That's I mean, true. I really enjoyed the the baby head with the robotic legs, and that's because you're a freak. Yeah, but Marcus, yeah, I was gonna say, Marcus, you're a real freak, though. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> not offensive at all. Yeah, um, the fact that that happened when you were so young that might have shaped a lot of your freakitude you have. <laughs> I'll tell you what shaped my freak. You know, let me not. We'll save that. For no. Anyway, is that a bonus episode, Marcus's freakitude? Um, no, I'm gonna save it for never. So was it freakazoid? Uh, it was a contributing factor. Okay, but uh, sure. con- continue. Let's let's continue. <laughs> well, I want to talk to you, Mark, about something real quick. Uh oh. So speaking of you being a freak, and and we talked about anime earlier. Oh boy. Um, Evangelion has been re-released on Netflix. You see this? I have not seen it yet, no. But you've seen Evangelion, right? Yes, I have. Oh. Okay. But oh. did, you, did you know this is a completely new, like, redub? I mean, I no, I didn't know that. And also, they took a few strange liberties with the new translation to where, like, there's no more gay shit between Shinji and Kaoru. That's gone. Okay. And also... You remember that scene where Masato is hanging out with that, what is his name, Kaji or something guy, the the, the, the sketchy dude? Right. And they play uh, Fly Me to the Moon as the soundtrack? Yeah. Netflix refused to pay the fee to use Fly Me to the Moon, so it's just it's just silence now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Really? Oh my god. People are pissed, dude. They couldn't, like... Save a few bucks and get like the the remix from Bayonetta. Come on! But my yeah. favorite part was seeing the reactions to Evangelion on my Twitter timeline because I watched this shit like like fifteen years ago. Like it's been a while now. Oh yeah. People are now just watching it for the first time, and I saw somebody who was like, oh, "Okay, so it's like Pacific Rim." <laughs> yes, it's actually a rip off of Pacific Rim. Oh my god! Um, There's a lot <laughs> missing like, there, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, I was dying so much. I did hear people who were freaking out about how, oh, it's a new dub. It's useless. Who wants this? That's exactly how they sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a dub, guys. And what, from, and what I've heard from people who are they're like, if you've never seen this show before, you're not going to care. It's just a dub. But some people make a big deal about how every dub sounds and how it's not perfect. So if you're that kind of a person, maybe don't watch it on Netflix. Hmm. Like, I don't care about the dub voices. It's the translation stuff that some people have a real problem with. So I, I can see kind of a problem there. But again, it's been so long since I watched it. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, fun fact. I've only ever seen the Evangelion movies. So. Mm. And you, by that you mean the rebuilds. Yeah, the rebuilds. Yes. You didn't 1. watch like, 1. the Evangelion and stuff. No, no, no. I watched like 1.1, 2.22. And then I guess I, I've seen the third one as well. Um, yeah, those movies so. are fucking weird. 
they're pretty good though. Like I'm not a big anime yeah. guy, but I like them. They're they're interesting enough. To the animation quality is top notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. And every every like two seconds, you're like, okay, they're cool. And then it's like, no, the fucking angel killer is here, and it's a it's a triangle that can kill the world. And you're like, oh no, it's terrible. What are they gonna do? So yeah, yeah it's fun. It's it's really funny too, because um, Evangelion, of course, is like about the creator and like his struggles with depression or whatever he's having at the time of making it. Um, but there's just so much weird shit, like the penguin, like whatever that penguin mutant freak is that walks around, and, and I don't know what that thing's deal is. But also, my favorite part was when I first watched it as a, as a, as a younger man in my late teens, I was watching the character of Misato, you know, the, the woman who takes care of Shinji, and I was mm-hmm. like. This lady is a fucking train wreck of a human being. How is she alive? How is she existing in this context? And then that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh, okay. This is how it is all the time for everybody, basically, <laughs> yeah. my age. We're all just her. We're all just wrecks. Also, what are these... What are? Because I have seen more than the movies. I've also seen the very last episode of Evangelion. Oh, Why Lord. would you watch that? Right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. How about you fucking showed it to me? Oh, did I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Had I been drinking? No, Probably. you were like, you were like, look, you you wanted me to see how disappointing it was. Oh man, you said with that you zero said, context. Yeah, because you said that it had like one of the stupidest endings ever, and like people like for such a great show, people got mad about it. So what are all these new viewers gonna think when they finally get to the weird ending they made? I think the ending will have a cri- a critical reevaluation, like Star Wars prequels, um, and the ending of Sopranos. Yes. Because once you consider the fact that the money had literally run out for the show because they had gone so far over budget, they stopped giving them money, so they had to do that for the ending, I'm like, all right, I get it, sure. Yeah, but if you're a regular viewer, you're not going to look up how much money they had. So, like, what's how these regular viewers going to get this explained to them? They should have a little that graphic that comes up in the last episode that's like, we literally had no money. This <laughs> is the best we could do, and we are not exaggerating when we say that. We actually made three movies, and then three more movies to to to, yeah, to, to fix just this. Just to apologize. Yeah. Wait, they made okay. So they they made in Evangelion. They made Evangelion like Life and Rebirth or something like that. Was there a third one, Marcus? I'm forgetting about. Um. Or was that a recap movie they do sometimes? It was like an abridged version. Oh, didn't they do Advent Children? Isn't that a... Oh my god. <laughs> can't, can't forget about Advent Children. And I can't forget how it fits into the rich Evangelion canon. Oh. Why does no one talk about how we had these fucking weird Final Fantasy movies that made no sense? I mean... Why does I don't no, know. Why is that what did also? happen in that movie? <laughs> they, they It's crazy. <laughs> All right, the, oh god, we're gonna get off on a super tangent if we talk about that. <laughs> Okay, wait, hold on, Marcus. Who was the villain? Was it Sephiroth? Did he show up again at the uh, end? Okay, wait, hold on. Okay, because Marcus, I'm uh, fine with this digression. If you give us okay, a rundown, of no, Advent because Children. because are you talking about Advent Children or that other like weird like Final Fantasy movie that had like no? Final We're not Fantasy talking about Spirits Within. We're talking about no, okay, Advent Children. Okay, so all right, so basically, Advent Children, the bad guy was Sephiroth. Sephiroth's fuck his like clones or pieces. They, they're they're out to get some Genova to revive him. So apparently all they need Aren't to do we is all? get... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every guy, every goddamn day, man. So, so, three of, three clones, uh, our heroes beat two of them, 
But one of them, he gets the Genova, he splashes it on his body, and he's Sephiroth now. He got the wing and everything. He's like, oh, look, it's Cloud. I think I'm going to, you know, kill you and destroy this world. You know, right back where I left off, buddy. <laughs> Epic, you know, fight scene. You, you do the... <laughs> the what's, what's the what was the attack called? The Omni Slash. Yes, the Omni Slash, and dear God, all of his swords like folded into one sword, which is really fucking cool. But yeah, it was Sephiroth, and obviously he he lost. He did the meteor thing. That was super awesome. It looked really good. <laughs> I'll say. Wasn't that. there something to do with like like children were getting sick or something, and Tifa was like taking care of them or whatever? Yes. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, where did the Advent children come into this yeah, plot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain okay, this to me yeah. real quick. Okay. Rolling back through the brain. Marcus, this shouldn't take so long. This should be a new segment on this show. Marcus explains anime movies. God. Shit. Okay, so I think how they got to the Genova was they blew something up. It's been a minute. And I think that spread to, like, kids or... Was that it? I can't. I can't fully remember. It was either like an explosion spread something, or like the Mako of the Earth was like trying to kill them or something. I can't fully remember. Because the Turks showed up again. I remember. With, with, yes, with they this. did. Remember the Turks? <laughs> yeah, so the JD's best friend from Scrubs. The and there was like so many of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like nice. five different uh, nice Sir Turk, Doctor Turk, yeah. running around. Donald Faison got good work that year. He, he was did. Like, I'm playing five characters in Advent Children. Guys. And he still got one chick. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, this Final Fantasy VII remake they're doing. I wonder, are they gonna keep the the game's original like anti-capitalist message, like its environmentalist like outlook? Hopefully. I mean, not, not because they're going to charge you like five times for the same damn game. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. I mean, that's that's the plan for all Square Enix games, man. Come on now. Yeah. Can't you can't you can't uh, deny Just that. Look at Kingdom Hearts, man. They they sold you the first one six times. The second one nine times. They sold me it one time. That was enough <laughs> for me. And they're going to sell you the third one at least five times. Man, I gave up after two. Fuck that game. Fuck the whole series. <laughs> What's his dream drop distance and fucking 358 <laughs> over two days bullshit? What is this? Oh my god! If you you can look up the Kingdom Hearts timeline explained, oh yeah, and it is the most batshit insane. It's like you every time I think about it, I take a step back and realize this is just supposed to be Disney characters with Final Fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Why is this the most complicated canon <laughs> in all of history? <laughs> Welcome to Chain of Memories, fucko. Play this to understand five minutes of Kingdom Hearts 3.72. Yeah, that, that character won't make any sense to you if you don't play this damn game on your Nintendo DS. You know, right. who, you know who Zemnus is, motherfucker? What about <laughs> Xenonort? Those are two separate characters, by the yeah, way. And no, they have and, no relation. And by the way, <laughs> the hilarious thing about 3 is that everyone thought the main vil- villain was um, Master Xehanort. But yeah, that's what I thought. It was Xehanort from the past Xehanort. No <laughs> way. Got him. How about Eat My Ass, Kingdom Hearts? Fuck <laughs> off, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, stupid you ass got games. the wrong Xehanort, boy. <laughs> it's, please tell me that's an actual line from the fucking game. <laughs> Unfortunately oh not. They didn't, they didn't hire me for voice acting. Sorry. Oh my god. 
So yeah, Kingdom Hearts is just a fucking travesty of storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know what, guys? I think that I think I think we might be good, yeah. right? I think we just fucking goose right there. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just get figured it all out. This goose is cooked. We're gonna we're gonna do it as a bonus episode. Where me and Marcus and Seth, if you want to join us for this, are going to unravel the fucking plot to fucking uh, Kingdom Hearts Jesus and how it ties Christ. into all the Final Fantasy properties. Jesus Christ, no, I'm not every happy. single one of them. And how Advent Children was the driving horse for yep. behind all of these shows and games. My body isn't ready for this. And the secret connections to to uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Spirits within. And we will be doing a deep dive. Mm. We will play every single game to completion. <laughs> we Marcus will stream them. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, this has been the Animals Podcast. I'm Smith, and you can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. Uh, I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Life of Seth. I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been a former guest on the show, so you can check out his episodes. He also has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they uh, talk about wrestling, and they're both from the South. So that sounds interesting. Check it out. Uh, Marcus, don't you do something else on this podcast? I do art on this podcast. Goddamn right you do. <clears throat> um, let's see here. You can lead a horse for water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck. Tom Brady and First Reformed, I think. Yeah. yeah. You, you sure? You sure about that? Marky? Oh, God, don't you... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm dead. Let's keep moving. Um, we've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York. That's the Alienless Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace. <laughs>